Welcome to the Ideal Investor Show. This is the podcast where we help you challenge your mindset and discover where you are. Tired of stories about other people's success? We can help you change your life, determine your time freedom point and join us on the journey to financial success. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode in, of the Ideal Investor Show. And today I want to basically contrast a little bit why I'm always harping on or insisting on becoming a business owner for your investments. So for you joining us as residential real estate investors and you're buying properties, that's part of that business. If you say, okay, I'm also holding stocks and I'm trading in stocks or I want to basically keep an eye on what my money is doing, that's part of the business. If you're buying any kind of other stuff, like, you know, you might do crypto or you might do collecting art or gold coins or whatever it might be, all those kind of things that have to do like with making your money work for you, all of those should be under the umbrella of a business or multiple businesses. And then contrast that to being an employee, which is really, if you think about it, that's my experience, the vast majority of people who initially come to us, to me in our organization and say, hey, I want to use my money to do residential real estate investing. Can you help me? For one, the answer is obviously yes. And then I explain our strategy, how we do it out of state with the properties and how we have access to them and how they can be such great performing deals and all of that. But it's also starting the conversation, especially if somebody becomes a member in our mentoring program, on how do you actually set up the protective framework, which also includes you becoming a business owner. And it's not just on paper, it's also in, in mindset. And what I want to point out is how this actually contrasts to being an employee. And if you think about it, the vast majority of people start out being employees and then wanting to invest. I've been an employee for about five years, well, actually eight years total. I've been a military member, so you're kind of employed, but it's not really the same thing because the military is like its own thing in its own community, even though in the bigger scheme of things, it's basically considered government employment. And then since 2005, I've been my own business owner and I own two companies. One is Idea Wealth Grower, basically for investing in real estate. And I also own a consulting company that I started in 2005. And what I learned in these 22 years in the military and eight years as a regular employee in, in corporate America is that even though in some cases companies are actually recognizing what you contribute and when you have your performance reviews, they actually give you glowing reviews and they, those become a basis for a raise or a bonus or all those kind of things. When you really look at the situation when business is not so good or the economy is not so good or the company makes a strategic change, then it's suddenly not so clear anymore if all the good things you have been taught and what you're thinking of yourself is really true. And what I mean by that is I just spoke to a good friend of mine and we have been working in one of those situations for many years together where I was the consultant and several other people were regular employees in a very large company. And they just for, I don't know, the second, third, fourth time in the last few years went through a round of layoffs. And if you've worked for a company and, and really like in a, in a role where you get to know a lot of people in, in the business, in this case, it was uh, in, in the San Francisco Bay area, um, 
you know a lot of the names of the people and you know some of them have basically decided to work for that company basically their whole career. And so when we were talking about this this most recent round of layoffs, and I said, well, were there any of the names and any of the people that we know? The answer was yes. And interestingly enough, these people were not just recently in the company. I mean, I haven't been working with these guys uh, for eight years. Right? So they were still there and some of them had been working for the company 15, 18, 20 years. And they got laid off. And it's not because the company is closing. They're just rearranging what they're focusing on from what they used to do and what they were pretty famous for to new stuff. And as most of you know, my consulting work and, and some of my expertise is in the life science industry after I left the military. So that company was basically doing like um, injectables, like stuff that you can inject uh, with a syringe or tablets. And they're now pivoting into basically the new field that will be the field of the future. And that is anything that has to do with gene technology and uh, CRISPR and those kind of things. So... Because of that pivot, obviously, certain people have skills that are no longer needed when you transition to this new thing. But what it really gets across, and what I thought on the one hand was sad, but it was also really instructive. So what I really felt was on the one hand sad, but also really instructive, is that these people probably assumed, especially after many, many years of working there and really, really be being familiar with every process and all these kinds of things, that they have carved out a certain area within the larger business that is basically safe. So they no, no longer have to constantly feel like, am I constantly looking to find an alternative job because my job could go away? And this is actually an interesting dynamic if you think about it, because we are living in most parts of the United States in this so-called at-will environment where any employer can, with notification, basically let you go with two weeks' warning. But on the other hand, when you're in a job for a long period of time, then you don't really have that feeling on sitting on, on the ejection seat constantly. Will those roles that are being released be filled with other people? Yes, because the company decides they need a different skills, skill set for the new things that they want to get into. Which actually means, and that's kind of the sad message, is when you are dependent on an employer who pays you every month or every two weeks, dependent, a salary or your wages, then that company and that leadership can at any day say, however great you have been in your job, we have to basically let you go or you will be replaced by somebody else. And that is true for everybody all the way up to the CEO of a company. The only time that cannot happen, and that is part of the reason why I started this episode with saying I'm always preaching for you to, as soon as you get into the residential real estate investing stuff and do it for real, you should have a business set up for all your investments. Then you're the owner, and the owner is always the one who actually decides what happens, especially when you're not a public company, which I don't recommend anybody to ever do. So you are a privately held company and S corporation and you are the owner. That's what I recommend for you. And that is basically your backup and nobody can replace you as an owner. There is nobody who is going to tell you what you as the owner of the business can do or what you have to decide. It's up to you. Now you can run the business in the ground, admittedly, but in real estate that's pretty hard to do, especially when you get help. And that's why we are here, why I am here, why I'm doing the podcast and other stuff, because I want to protect you. 
right? And, but the point is, your alternative is not when you are a long-term employee in, in a business and they pay you well and they recognize you and stuff like that, is to constantly feel like you're sitting on an ejection seat and need to be in recruiting. I would say, do your job to the best of your ability as long as you have it and build this business that you really own and that your investment stuff is in. So if something happens and the employer says, okay, we don't have a need for you any longer. We appreciate all you did and you got compensated every month, but now we have to let you go. That would be a point to say, okay, am I far enough in growing my wealth? So I might even say, I don't need another job. I just run my business. And if not, then you can look for another job, knowing that you have built a business that is growing and ultimately will replace your dependable income with passive income. So all employees are replaceable. And the only way that you are not replaceable is when you own the company. And so that's part of the reason why I believe it's so important that we are not just helping you with finding the right investments with well-performing residential real estate, but also get you in a position where you have the freedom to say, I own my own investing business and this other thing is just a source of income as long as I need it. Puts you in a totally different mindset. So I hope that was informative. I know that sometimes hurts to hear I'm replaceable. I'm not really as important as I might think. But I'm only saying this not to put you down, but to make you aware that you have an option to work on that and not get put down with that dependability or this dependence that you might have, but start working on it and start working on it as soon as possible. And I want to help you. So go to idealinvestorshow.com, find the green button to book a call. Let's talk about it. The longer you wait, the longer it will take for you to get that independence of a business owner that nobody can fire. All right, so that's it for today. I hope that was informative. Be well, stay safe, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.